When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go again. This is Casey Diaz, host of the Shock Holler Podcast. Got some exciting news. And then some news that I'm not so excited about. So we're going to talk about all this in this episode. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to hit you with the good news first. Here we go. I always, uh, found it hilarious when someone says to you um i got some bad news and i got some good news which one do you want to hear first and i always found it funny when somebody says just hit me with the bad news first let's get it over with it's uh i think it's comical that somebody would actually want the bad news first and you know then the then the good news so i'm not going to do that to you i'm going to hit you with the good news first and, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've had this cough for about the, tw- like 20, 22 years. Um, it's how long I've been married. I'm not saying that they're both, uh, you know, linked up to each other. That's not what I'm saying. I love my wife. Um, <laughs> but she even says to me, you're going to get rid of that cough? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Anyways, uh, but so I had this this uh, text from a really good friend of ours uh, that has been just a great friend uh, to uh, all things the shot caller. His name is Kurt, and um, he he texted me a few days ago. And he says um, in this text, he says, I ordered uh, shock collar books that the last two days, providing them to an or- this organization, www.nextchapterlacrosse.org. And um, so, you know, he sent me the link and I clicked on it. And um, I wasn't sure what this, I never heard of them. Um so, but you know, see, so provided the the link, so I, I went into it. I looked at the mission statement, the values, uh, the uh, faith statement of their program, and then I ran into the uh, this bullet point that talks about their program. And what it is is it's a uh, transitional housing, or what they call a discipleship home. It integrated with Christian living programs for men recently released from incarceration, providing holistic day-to-day support. Men will commit to reside in the discipleship home for a minimum of six months and may stay up for up to 12 months. And I thought, that's super cool, man. Uh, That's something that, you know, we can get behind. 
And I said, that's awesome, Kurt. Thank you. I'll check them out. So I did. I checked them out. And after just reviewing their website, I thought, you know, this is something that I want to get behind. This is something, you know, we're doing this, um, uh, sending out these books to uh, prisons and Juno halls and, you know, uh, detention centers throughout America. And uh, I had this challenge going, I still have it going, of sending as many books as possible to some of these emails that I get on uh, almost a daily basis uh, from chaplains to uh, juvenile halls and, and stuff like that. And I wanted to get these books out before Thanksgiving and Christmas. And here we are. I think it's the 14th of December or something like that, right? Am I correct on this? Yeah, the 14th. And so we still have some time to send books out. So I looked over their website and I went, I want to get behind that. Let's do it. And um, <clears throat> and one of my, my neighbors, uh, I call him Neighbor Dave, and uh, he'll probably listen to this podcast and or to this episode and uh I didn't tell him I was going to mention his name, but, you know, I won't give you his last name, but I call him Neighbor Dave. <laughs> Actually, he named himself that because we lived literally on the other side of the street. Um, and it uh, turns out that he has a golden retriever, as I do as well. And um, so, yeah, we have an arranged marriage over there with these dogs. Um, <laughs> uh so I, I was telling him, he asked me how I was doing. I told him and I told him about, uh, you know, we're, we're doing this thing, this challenge on our podcast to send as many books as possible to prisons and juvenile halls and so forth. And he wanted to hear more about it. So I, you know, I shared a little bit more about it and I told him about this challenge. And right away he said, you know, I want to get behind that. And, and he wrote us a $125 check so that we can send some books out. So um, you might not be listening to me, uh, and, and going back to Kurt's uh, text here, um, I told him, I said, uh, I can send them a, a box of books. Uh, do you have the contact for me? And, and he did. And it turns out that Chris, or Pastor Chris, that was his pastor, uh, at his church uh, before he left and planted a new church. So we are going to send Chris uh, of the next chapter, the cross, some books. And thanks to neighbor Dave for making that happen. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Dave. Um, really appreciate you. Um, uh, can do it without your support. And without the support of, uh, with the, without the support of all of you that listen to me continually, um, you know that we have over, uh, we're closing in on eleven thousand people that listen to this podcast on a regular, daily basis. I mean that doesn't sound like a big number, but I think it's a big number. I don't know. What do you guys think? In any case, thank you, neighbor Dave, for the gift, and uh, just to let you know those there's going to be some books. A box of books, maybe a little bit more, going to um, the next chapter, Lacrosse, at their transition uh, homes uh, that they have there. And then, um, what else is there? Oh yeah, vaccinations. 
what are you guys? What are your thoughts? What are you guys' thoughts on this? I want to hear about you know this stuff because um, <laughs> and and by the way, we we brought this conversation out with neighbor Dave and um, <laughs> uh, his wife asked me. She says, "What do you think? I mean, is that going to be mandatory? Are they going to like? Are we are we are we going to have to do that?" <clears throat> and um, and I said, I ain't doing it. I'm not taking any vaccinations. I don't care what the government says. I'm not going to do it. And she said, <laughs> we all laughed, right? And uh, he said, uh, I'm not doing it either. <laughs> you know, and uh, she said, uh, but you know, is, that's going to be tough, right? I mean, if they force it upon us, I said, nah, they're, they're, they can't force nothing upon us. You know, that's, that's the beauty of living here is that we have freedom. It's, uh, you know, they can't do that. Um, and then I kind of joked about it, but really not. I said, you know, I didn't, and, and see if you agree with me on this one. Do you agree that I think that the first ones that should take this vaccination since are so um, thrilled about vaccinations, I think every Democrat, politician, every single one of them. Hey, you know what? Let's reach across the aisle here. I think every politician should be the first ones to get this vaccine and then make us wait for about a year and a half to two to see if there's any side effects. If they're not twitching, doing the fish on the floor, foaming at the mouth, then maybe we think about taking their vaccination. But I think that since they're so thrilled about this vaccination thing, um, they should be the first ones to test it out. I mean, I don't see a problem with that. Do you guys? I think that they should test it out themselves first. And, you know, <laughs> if they don't, <laughs> if the side effect is in the twitch, you know, an eye, you know, left eye starts blinking uncontrollably and, and you know, and <laughs> and they don't have like a, you know, paralysis of half of the face in about, you know, six months to a year, year and a half, if, if all that's good and clear, then maybe we could sit at the table and see if we are willing to take that vaccination ourselves. But I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. What do you guys think? I think so. Hey, I wanted to mention to you guys, um, uh, so I'm on this new uh, platform called um, patreon.com patreon.com it's spelled p-a-t-r-e-u-m patreon.com and um, what this is is it's a platform that links my YouTube channel with Patreon and um, I, I, I got on, on Facebook some of you that follow me on Facebook at KCDS author on Facebook I'm um, I threw this out there. I threw a question out there. Would you guys like for me to do a devotional? A devotional. The KCD is devotional kind of thing, right? And uh, and and in it, I would share, you know, what I studied, what I learned, um, write it out, and do a little devotional book. 
that was an idea, and the response was incredible. A lot of you guys uh, cheered it on and, and got behind it and, and thought it was a great idea. And then I got introduced to Patreon, and I thought, you know what? This is even a better a better thing. I might just still do the book because I'm already in the process of that, and I think that I should finish it. But the other thing, too, is that um, Patreon gives us a platform to go live on on YouTube, and the cool part is it's a subscription. It's it's a it's based on a subscription. Man, I almost got my I got tongue tied on that word. Anyways, so you subscribe to it, and there is a, a an initial fee uh, um, to to be part of that. But it's cool because what I'm going to do is I'm going to be streaming live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. So it'll be very, very organized. I'll send you emails. I'm going to send emails out. Uh, you could go to the website, and then you'll see that, you know, my schedule, uh, uh, the times uh, for this devotional. Um, and then you get to decide whether you want to be part of that. And the, the, the fees are very minimal. Um, they're not, you know, something crazy. Uh, but it's a great way to um, be part of uh, of the shot caller of um, you know uh, and you know uh, rather than getting a paper uh, book or something like that for now, I think it'd be great that we get to do a Bible study together live, and uh, you'll be able to. Um, uh, th- there's going to be a side window uh, on uh, the camera. So when you're watching me, there's a side window or kind of like a scroll, and uh, you can actually uh, type and talk to me um, or, you know, shout, you know, amen or agree or say a comment uh, or whatever it is that you want to say in your heart, um, you can type it, and I'll be able to see it right then and there. So the website um, is Patreon. Patreon.com. I want to make sure that I spelt it correctly. I'm pretty sure that I did. Yeah, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Patreon. <coughs> and when you're there, it's easy. You're just going to go the Shot Collar Podcast and boom, I am, I'm right there, front and center. And it's very easy. You, know, you go on there, and uh, uh, once you type in the Shot Caller podcast, you get to select if you want to subscribe and what you want to you know, support that platform uh, for the live devotionals that I'll be doing on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I'm gonna, once I have a good chunk of people, uh, then I'm going to announce it right away, uh, the dates and the times of when I come out live and um, share that devotional with you. I think it's going to be great. I'm going to be able to talk to you. Uh, you're going to be you're going to be able to see me, um, and it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be awesome uh, to share life with you guys in a new venture of uh, media. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, go there, Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Uh, slash the shock color podcast and you will uh, be able to uh, uh, get on board 
with that. But there's a lot of things that, that you know, um, you know, I'm in California. And uh, it's just uh, when you hear, you know, I'm a small business owner myself. I've been in small business for 23 years. And, uh, you know, I, I breathed it. I sleep small business. I eat small business. Uh, my mind has been in small business for a very long time. And, um, well, we just got news in California that um, three big mega corporations are leaving California thanks to Mr. Gavin Newsom. I wanted to play a clip for you and see, you know, let's talk about this clip that I'm about to share with you. And uh, surprisingly, it's uh, from CNBC, uh, and I can't believe they uh, brung uh, this former um, Cisco CEO uh, to talk about these things. I'm actually very surprised. But I want to play this clip for you and tell me what you think. Here he goes. What do you make of it? Do you, do you agree that California's taking their winning streak for granted? Yes, I do. I, I think there is no entitlement in this new world that innovation can happen uh, anywhere in the world, that when you have government and business and citizens working together, you're very likely to see the next Silicon Valley pop up, perhaps in Texas, if I had to bet on one state at the present time. I've seen this occur before in Boston 128, where the industry kind of took it for granted that we could uh, continue to be the high-tech center of the world. And we ignored Silicon Valley. I was with Wang Laboratories at that time to our uh, peril. And so I think when you see a Chuck Swab leave San Francisco, an HPE who was the original garage startup leave Silicon Valley, when you see a Tesla say, we're going to move, it's a real warning signal about future jobs. And if our state doesn't get back to a pro-business pro-job creation, uh, we may not be le the leader in just as quickly as three to five years. Is Did you hear that? And this is for California here. I mean, this is the former CEO of Cisco. By the way, this guy has, you know, business credit like no other. Uh, this is a guy that took Cisco uh, from $1.7 to $47 billion in a very short span so he knows money he knows how it works he's an expert and um boy did does if that doesn't like <laughs> alarm you i don't know what will i mean that's that, those are some pretty uh interesting not just thoughts but facts and um and then you have Gavin Newsom when he when 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 he hears about it he kind of shrugs his shoulder and says, you know, um well, let them leave. Are you kidding me? Let them leave? <laughs> Do you know how many how, how many jobs are represented in these companies? Do you know do you know how much money, how much tax money has just decided to leave California? I mean, and his answer is, 
they can go. Now, I've met some pretty dumb people in my past. I mean, just, just loonies. Just people that just didn't have <laughs> common sense. And, and this guy, he's one of them. No common sense. And again, right? These are politicians. They never had real jobs. They live off of tax dollar, the American taxpayer. So they've never, never had a real job where you go to sleep thinking about how you're going to make things happen. They just, they don't know what that means. They don't know how that feels to go door to door knocking, hoping that somebody will buy your product, will buy into your idea and purchase something from you, a service, an item. They don't know that. They don't know how it is to walk the streets at night pushing, you know, business cards on mail slots from commercial building to commercial building to commercial building. They don't know what that is. I remember when uh, me and my wife, when we had just started our sign company, me and her would go through town and we would walk. We'd park the car, kind of like the mail uh, lady does over here, parks the car and then just walks around the block passing out mail, we would put our flyers and our business cards on all the business slots, on all the uh, mail slots and businesses, hoping that somebody would call, hoping that somebody would, you know, pick up the phone and and say, hey, we need your service. And and we did. We, we got those calls. But it's hard work. It's very, very hard work takes a toll on you because of all those people that you've dropped business cards to, you're not going to get a big percentage of them answering, you know, picking the call, picking up the phone and, and making a call to you. But um, <laughs> good old Gavin Newsom, oh, they could leave. I mean, it, it's just, <laughs> I don't know what to say about this guy, man. I really don't. But um, one of the things that I've, I've actually noticed, though, is that a lot of uh, businesses here in Los Angeles are remaining open. They are, they, they are not uh, staying closed. I am so happy, man. I'm so happy that a lot of these guys have defied the orders. And they are, you know, I, I went to get some, something to eat earlier today. Uh, for lunch, and uh, I'm driving around, and I'm looking, man, I'm, I'm always looking around, I'm always, you know, I want to know my neighborhood, I want to know what's going on, I saw more businesses open than actually closed, and uh, when I went into this restaurant to get something to, to eat, um, I picked up my food, and I looked at the person that was serving me, and I, I let them know, I'm so happy that you're open. I'm so happy that 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 you're that you haven't closed. I'm so happy that you have employees here. Good for you. I want them to know that they have my support. I want them to know that I'll be back to their establishment because they're not bending the knee to a 
to, to a politician that has absolutely no brains. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I was on uh, social media um, just the other day or the other night or whatever it was, and I posted. Um, um, some of you probably remember uh, who the son of Sam is, uh, David Berkowitz. Um, he uh, was a serial murderer who killed six people and wounded several others. And uh, this guy has become born again and uh, since. Uh, he's been born again for uh, quite a long time now. And uh, I, I put a clip of him in his testimony. And so far, it, it looks like a very compelling uh, story that he has. And it's very convincing that he is indeed born again. And, you know, I put the, the clip on there on, on my social media feed and and look at the response of somebody. I, I found it a little, you know, and I get it. I get that people don't want to see people like that come to Christ. I, I totally get it. And this person wrote, and just think, you Christians get to spend an eternity with that guy, meaning David Berkowitz, formerly known as the son of Sam. And I thought, how do I respond to this? How do I say, I like, one side of me wants to be, you know, <laughs> uh, sarcastic. The other side wants to be uh, soft on this guy or this gal, whoever this person is. So I thought about it. Let me pray before I just uh, say something dumb, right? And I wrote, God's forgiveness is unbelievable. I get it. <laughs> and it's almost like a double meaning, right? God's forgiveness is unbelievable. I get it. Like, I get that forgiveness for my sin. As much as I talk about Newsom, you know, <laughs> if anybody needs Jesus, is this guy, man. This guy. This guy really needs Jesus. And, uh, you know, he gets on my nerves. I'm, I'm, I think if you you become a, a listener, uh, you're constantly checking to see if I uh, if the new episode has come on your uh, <laughs> on your iPad or your iPhone or whatever it is that you use to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I always have something to say about him because he does get on my nerves. Having said that, gosh, the best revenge would be for him to become born again. I would just love to see him repent in public, like for him to say, Jeez, what a knucklehead I was. I can't believe I can't believe I was fooling every single one of you. I, I can't believe I've been lying to every single one of you. I repent, I'm sorry. I, I'm born again. I, I, I you know, I would love for that moment to happen. 
Will it happen? I don't know, man. I hope it does. I want. I don't want anybody in hell. I mean, that's you know, that's not what I want for people. God doesn't want that. Are people going to be going to hell? Yeah, in a handbasket. But you shouldn't want it. I shouldn't want it. And you know, as much as I can't stand him now as a, an unbeliever. Because what he stands for is pure evil, darkness. But gosh, if he could become born again. And, you know, it, and it's one of those things that sometimes God, doesn't God pick people that you thought and I thought would never make it to Christ? Isn't that what God does? God usually takes the worst, right? God usually takes the worst one in your family in your circle of friends, <laughs> that boss <laughs> that you can't stand. All of a sudden, you walk into work one day, and there's something, there's something different. There's there's a light. There's salt. There's you know there's some some good stuff. You see it. It's evident. Some change has happened. You just can't put your finger on it. They got born again. So, as much as I don't like Mr. Newsom here, I got to pray that he gets born again. And God would soften his heart to the gospel and come to Christ. Listen, if, if, you, if you're out there and there's still time to send more books to prisons and juvenile halls and detention centers and transitioning uh, uh, homes... Uh, for those that are coming out of prison, um, I would love to for you to go into prayer and ask God, Lord, um, how can I support the shot caller? How can I support sending books? What do I need to? What what part do I play? And um, if you could support this cause to sending books to prisoners um, throughout the U.S. Again, uh, we're going to film, we're going to take pictures of us going to the post office, and you'll see those uh, being posted on my Instagram feed. If you're not on Instagram, it's very easy. You can go ahead and follow me there. And uh, my Instagram handle is the Shot Collar Book, the Shot Collar Book. And Every single one of my handles will have the same logo all the way through, so you'll 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 know that it's me. Um, you know, follow me there on Instagram, and you're gonna see footage of us uh, packaging or footage of me packaging some books and sending them out via the post office. Uh, and those are your your generous generous gifts that you have supported this podcast with. And if you want to become a, a, a monthly sponsor to this podcast, very easy. Go to kcds.net, kcds.net. And on there, uh, on support, there's a support button there. You click on that, and it'll give you three ways of supporting this podcast. If you want to send books, if you want to support the books for Christmas, very easy. Go to PayPal and then put in my... Email kcdiaz72 at gmail.com, kcdiaz72 at gmail.com, and you can give that way. 
uh, uh, straight to the PayPal. And again, we'll make sure that we mention your names. I'm so glad for Neighbor Dave stepping up. I'm so glad for all of you that continually pray for us. Uh, the film is ongoing. We've had meeting after meeting uh, with the um, with the production company. And so it's a go. It's still a go. Uh, we're in development. And it's going to be uh, an awesome event that will take place in America when we are finally able to sit in a theater and watch uh, this movie that is a, um, a game changer in the lives of so many that will come and that will go and watch this movie. So thank you so much. Again, if you want to support this podcast for the books, very easy, kcds72 at gmail.com. That's for my PayPal. You can also use the same one uh, for uh, Venmo, and uh, I'll be able to do, get that as well. Um, but PayPal seems to work a lot better, so stick to that. Uh, but thank you so much for your time, for listening in, and for all your wonderful support on the Shock Holler Podcast. Until next time. Have a blessed day and keep Jesus first.